Each week I tell you that the Bible is about 35% prophecy and that its very specific prophecies have been 100% accurate. There's a lot of Bible prophecy that is yet to be fulfilled. Everything from chapter 4 on in the book of the Revelation is future. And that's one of the reasons why we are called futurists. We believe that the yet-to-be-fulfilled prophecies will be fulfilled in a physical, literal, global context. It makes sense that the world would be moving or trending in the direction that the prophecies predict. Here's a list of the signs or the trends that we follow that seem to fit where the Bible says we're going in the future. The reemergence of Israel as a nation, international conflict over Israel, the alignment of hostile nations against Israel, the efforts of Israel to rebuild their temple, growing apostasy in the church, instantaneous global communication, the move towards a global government, and the move towards a global cashless society accessed by a personal identifier, and exponential leap in human knowledge. All of these are trending as never before. Every week there are dozens of articles in all of these areas that you could look at. I always go, uh, give out two disclaimers. We are careful to use recognized, reliable sources for the news. Sensationalism has no place in Bible prophecy. It degrades it. It, it takes away from it rather than help it. And we're not saying that the things we report are the fulfillment of prophecy. We're saying they're things you'd expect to be happening in the buildup to the future Great Tribulation. So when we talk about a system of purchasing that involves the hand or the eyeball or something like that, we're not saying that's going to become the mark of the beast. We're just saying, wow, John the Apostle said something just like that would be happening in the last days, and it is. Now, you're undoubtedly aware that Hamas launched an unprecedented multi-front attack on Israel, firing thousands of rockets as dozens of Hamas fighters infiltrated the heavily fortified border in several locations, caught Israel off guard on a major holiday, a holy day. Founded in 1988 as an offshoot of the Muslim Brotherhood, Hamas is called the militant rulers of the Gaza Strip. They set two long-term goals that they have in their charter. Number one, the end of the Jewish state, and number two, the creation of an Islamic state from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. Tough guys to negotiate with. You know, so what's, your, what's your bottom line? What's your drop-down position? What are you not going to move off of? We want to kill you, destroy you, annihilate you. All right, good progress there. Nice meeting. See you next time. And so the, it, it's, it's an improbable situation, obviously. So um, they attacked. I found this eyewitness account. There's obviously, you know, we live in an age of instantaneous uh, accounts and pictures and all, but uh, this is a Christian couple that is in uh, the area. They said the surprise attack on the morning of October 7 by Islamic terrorists from Hamas and Islamic Jihad has brought forth demonic fruit the slaughter of at least 250 Israelis, that number is up now, and the wounding of over 1,000 Jewish people, kidnapping to Gazan underground tunnels and prisons of hundreds more citizens of the Jewish state. These crimes were met with rejoicing among the mobs of Gaza. Golden age Jewish women were shot at point-blank range by terror squads, as were their daughters and grandchildren. 
Bodies of young women and soldiers were dragged across public squares and stomped on by mobs screaming out, Allahu Akbar, Allah is greater. Teenage girls were hauled by their hair past violent crowds, while candies and sweet pastries were distributed to the bystanders in celebration of what they called this uncircumcised victory. And so that's what's happening in Israel right now. Israel is absolutely important to God and to the end times. Uh, in fact, uh, um, Jerusalem, Israel, the Jews, huge subject in the Bible. Uh, and, and God is going to keep his promises, unconditional promises, to the nation of Israel. And when we say that, we mean the physical descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, and so that's why we're interested in the Holy Land and what's going on over there. Uh, God is doing a divine work. There are people who think that the current state of Israel is just an accident of history that doesn't really matter because God is through with his people. They rejected him, and so he's rejected them and is now using the church. And so they confuse the church with Israel. And I've told you for years, if you think that the church is Israel or that we've taken Israel's place, replacement theology or supersessionism, they call it, then you don't know God because God must keep his unconditional promises, right? God says, I'm going to do this no matter what you do. Not really. I'm going to change my mind. I like Gene better. Uh, and the idea here is that if God could do that to Israel, he can do it to us, right? If he can renege on his promises, it's almost blasphemous to even say something like that. And so uh, we see what's going on in Israel. Israel becoming a nation, and that is a miracle and the fulfillment of many Bible prophecies. And what's happening there is also the fulfillment of the prophecy that she would be a, a, you know, a stone around the necks of the nations in the last days. How this specifically fits into prophecy, we'll find out. For now, it's a, you know, we hear about wars and rumors of wars, and, and we look to Israel and we think, hey, people are going to come against her and against her until the Lord finally defends her at the end of the great tribulation, and then all Israel will be saved. Uh, and so... We are futurists. We're also considered premillennial and pre-tribulational. Premillennialism means that Jesus is going to return to earth and then establish his kingdom on the earth. And pre-tribulation means that Jesus is going to remove his church from the earth before the great tribulation that precedes his return as king. Revelation 3.10 says, I, Jesus, will keep you from the hour of trial which will come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. And so we will not see any portion of the great tribulation. The return of the Lord is imminent. That means it could happen at any time. Nothing needs to occur before he can come back for us. And so each week we ask you, we throw this question out, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming. Thank you.